Well, there we go. Good evening. Welcome to a new week on the Dan Nichols Show on Instagram Live with Bright Rock. I am Dan Nichols. I hope you know by now. And we kick off the week on a really, really high note. Really looking forward to this one. He's not just a really good mate of mine. He's one of the coolest guys in the country. He is a proper rock star. It's, it's a term we use quite a lot. Anybody who does anything half good, ah, oh, he's a rock star. Uh, well, this guy really is a rock star. He's done lots of proper rock star stuff. Uh, much of it should probably have had him arrested from time to time. Uh, but he hasn't been, and instead, he's just spent his time travelling the world, making people happy, making them dance and sing and sway and cheer on the phenomenal music. And, uh, yeah, just a really fantastic guy. And he's also in an interesting space in his life. He's decided uh, that he's a sailor. In fact, here he is right now, as always, uh, looking as a rock star as Art Matthews. Good evening. Good morning. How are you, bro? I'm extremely well. I, mean, I was waiting to see what you'd be wearing because uh, you arrived at the <laughs> Dan Nichols Show Invitational presented by Bright Drop two years ago, uh, dressed as though you just escaped from Oxfam uh, and uh, still managed to win the golf day to the absolute horror of every golf traditionalist <laughs> there. Uh, but I was wondering if you might be in a sort of a, a YMCA sailor's outfit this time around because Ard Matthews, the rock star, has become Ard Matthews, the, uh, the sailor. Yes, yes. Contrary to to everyone's belief, um, but just to talk to you about the outfit that was chosen at the golf day, it was sponsored by your clothing brand. So it's I had no choice in the matter. I had I had to wear what what I was given, which is more than I've gotten from most golf days. So so well done. You're on the up. You've you've actually got golfing attire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're good to see you, Rick. Thanks for having me. Bro. It's awesome. <laughs> Great pleasure. How is Art Matthews? What sort of space are you? I mean, yeah, you're generally yeah. smiling, but uh, but are you in a good, a good space at the moment? Uh, yeah, bro. January. I'm not going to lie. January was tough. It uh, you know I hadn't worked since since December. The boat's cool, but you know uh, if anyone knows about boats, just to keep it afloat by itself means it's a miracle in itself. So that's hardly an income. January was tough. There's no question. It felt felt very long, and uh, I had to start thinking on my feet a little bit and try and get a bit creative and um kind of did like i just went in i don't very late in the game but i went into the podcast game I'm like you know i could also talk bollocks as much as you can uh i know <laughs> it's only because we've hung out so much i'm like hey, listen if dan can talk as much crap as i know he can then i can too <laughs> so <laughs> i kind of i kind of went there bro. and uh yeah it's turned out nice you have talked to friends so you'll be on the show soon hopefully it'll be our shortest episode obviously because we have nothing up <laughs> have nothing that we need to say to each other. <laughs> but yeah, bro, it's been fun. Yeah, I, I, I caught uh, you on the other evening, uh, your friend from King James, the advertising agency. And it, yeah. it, it, it's a space that allows, I think, people to see a side of Art Matthews that they might not expect because people genuinely, generally see you as this globetrotting rock star with a string of much younger model girlfriends and occasional skirmishes <laughs> with the law. Uh, but there's actually quite a, a deep-thinking philosopher behind the uh, the visage of uh, of Art Matthews. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. It's like I'm 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 like trying to figure that out as we, as we go along. It's not really, but I think the interesting thing about the concept for me, and uh, it's just so instead of us going for the obvious and talking about what we do for a living, like I just had an idea, like what if we talk about anything but what you do for a living? Like who are you? Like how are you dealing with this kind of situation? What's your life philosophies? What do you do to stay healthy? What do you do to be conscious? 
which is where the the name what kind came from it's obviously an old bluff saying called what kind except it's like i don't know if it's the bluff exclusively but you know durban claims a lot of things <laughs> when we lack so much else um <clears throat> and it's basically just digs into the the depth of like what kind of kindness do you have what kind of person are you in the face of um of you know this kind of situation the turmoil and so it was a it's we 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 five episodes down i've got Francois van Kirk coming on on wednesday so um it's been it's been a lot of fun i've, I've got some interest from 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 some people who knows so maybe we'll be co-sponsored by you know bright truck who knows <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, it's provided some great entertainment. I've really enjoyed it. It's also, cool. I, I get the sense, giving you the opportunity to to build on uh, the reflection that I've got no doubt you've done over the last year. Because for anybody in the creative industry, when you're relying for an income on an audience, on entertaining, on being being out and giving of the talents that you have, uh, yeah. you, you just haven't been able to do that. So yeah. how, how, how much introspection has been going on? How, how much has there been over the last year looking at who Mark Matthews is and, and what you do? Well, Dan, I think, I think what's happened is that celebrity as a concept in general has been quite whittled down. And the people that we thought were the heroes are still heroic in their own sense. But really, what does it matter when we've broken down to an animalistic sense of like, we need food, you know, people are starving. Um, yeah, soul shift guru, what kind, you know, that's a different saying. But you know what I'm saying? So all these things of like, you know, what we thought was rock stardom was literally a little flash in the 90s. And then it can all disappear in a heartbeat, as we all know. Can it's so you know it's so um, fickle, and so it's it's made us all realize what is the actual humanity behind everyone, and and what is important, and and yeah, a lot of it's it's been cool. It's it's good to know that there's also a lot of grounding in my life that I've been you know that I've been able to overcome it, and I haven't haven't completely bought into or believed in the the kind of fame aspect of it because it is a lie. And I think everyone, everyone who's really dependent on their influencer status got a nice little surprise uh, in the last year because all of a sudden it doesn't really matter who you are. Are you a nice person? Are you kind? Are you doing anything about it? Are you giving back? Are you, you know, are you being consistently kind and nice? And that's actually all that people care about now. Yeah, I think we've all got a, a very, a very clear lesson in perspective over the last year or so, and it's it's allowed us to, to look at all sorts of things, and not just the kind of very deep and meaningful stuff, which I know you and I do regularly in our conversations together. <laughs> uh, but also, I, I think it's been important. I've certainly done it uh, when you you're sitting at home for the eleventh consecutive week, and you feel you haven't yeah. really done much meaningful. Uh, when you look yeah. back, and you, you almost have to remind yourself of you know what's good about you, what talents you do have from mm. that point of departure take us back because you've had this extraordinary career uh some of those memories some of those times when you've just been up on a stage and the whole world has seemed perfect or uh when you've been recording or you've produced a song and and really the world could not be any better yeah danny you know we we've been i've been fortunate to regard you as a friend for so long so you've experienced a lot of my highs as well as my lows, and we all have them in our lives, you know, and, and that's just what we are as humans. And this is, again, this time that just really reminds us that we, we're lucky to be doing this at all um, and to really hold on to, to how fortunate it's been. Every time I do a gig from now on, it's extra special. Every time I get to talk to you, every time I get to talk to a mate, now that we know how not guaranteed it is, just makes, it makes everything very special. So to even reflect, to go back, like, you know, it's cool. I'm, I'm the consider myself one of the luckiest people on earth from the bluff in particular 
<laughs> but just in general, like, you know, so it's like it takes away from everything that in all the usual questions that we've even asked each other, highs and lows. We've had so many, but it actually it boils down to the fact that the next time we get to do any kind of encounter and experience like that we've had in the past, that's our highlight. Like my next gig is going to be the highlight of my life. You know what I mean? And that's, that's I think that's what it's, it's kind of boiling down to. Oh, which, which is a fantastic answer, which fails to answer my actual question, <laughs> the of pop psychology, uh, which you've had more than enough of. So uh, self-pity and feeling all spiritual woo-ha out the window. Your okay. best gig, hey. Matthews. Come on, give it uh, to us. Oh, bro, you're joking. And like any time I've played at any Dan Nickel Invitational, it's like it's surely got to be the highlight of my career, especially <laughs> the one, <laughs> especially the one where I came from one of those shows. Oh, I can't remember the festival, but the the air was so crazy that I rocked up at your at your show. You remember that with zero voice, like, and when we're talking zero voice, not bad, not forgetting lyrics, not bad. <laughs> no, I was like, <gasps> and you were like, you're lying. I know you're lying. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and uh and to the point that we had to have kurt darren sing shallow waters for me i i, I mean that's surely that's got to be a highlight of my career you know like when you can when you can act that you've lost your voice well enough convincingly enough that you have to get kurt darren to step in for you surely that's a, that's a big success in your life <laughs> like it's, it's probably the best version of shallow waters i've ever heard <laughs> It can only get better, you joke. <laughs> Although I'm, I, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to uh, to Aunt Matthews playing Los Luffy or Captain at your uh, your next big gig. Watch this space, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, your, your journey has had so many uh, different twists, and you've taken many paths. Uh, part of that was at that stretch in America, and I know I sense at the moment not being able to travel, which was a huge part of what I did, both leisure and business. Uh, suddenly, well, I'm not doing it anymore, and I think about it a lot more. How yeah. much do you think back to those times in Los Angeles and, and perhaps wonder what might have been, how it might possibly have, have turned out a little differently? Oh, you know, we, we try not to think about it too much because at the end of the day, everything that we've done in our careers, I think with a, you know, j just in every aspect from sports to music is, Definitely luck based, you know, like the 90s w was the right time for a gap tooth dreadlock guy to be singing songs about love with a, with a cool band. You know, if it came out right now, who knows? It's so diluted, you know, like you're, you're all the other fields. So it's just so hard to pinpoint it onto how it could have been because you just don't know. And what needed to happen in, in LA and America is you had to have what's called the tipping points at radio. So we need to have a DJ or we need to be getting to a point where we've been played so much that it does the tipping point. And we just didn't get that chance. We, we didn't have enough money behind us. We didn't, we weren't friends with a DJ enough, whatever the reason is. It's so hard. America is so patriotic. You think South Africans are patriotic. America's, I mean, they, they don't know who Robbie Williams is. So if they don't know who Robbie Williams is, like what chance are our little gingers from South Africa, even though we lived there for a long time, you know, we had a little, we had a little following kind of, um, you know, around uh, uh, SoCal and stuff like that, but right, hard, really tough. So I, I don't, I don't regret a thing. I think we stayed there a tad too long because we kind of lost a lot of, you know, friends and fans along the way who who thought we had deserted them. But all we were doing is trying to break barriers and boundaries, as we, as we, one would think you'd want to do as a, you know, as an ambitious career person. Yeah? So taking that, then, what would you say to a young South African band? who have seen you as you know, one of the great South African bands of the last 20, 30 years, 
going to America and not for want of talent, just not the right connections, not the right time, couldn't quite make it. Would you encourage the next Just Ginger to, to try the same, to do something different? How, what would the recommended approach be? Um, that's a great question, actually. Uh, it's, I, I think we jumped into the complete deep end and there was a time when it was actually still there. And, the, you know, the difference for us, we were on the precipice of social media being an actual contributing factor to bolstering your career. Like, all we had was a little article in, in, uh, in, in a magazine, like a, the, the, you know, that we had to go on and jump on in our little record of numbers that we had sold. So we jumped into that. We had, it was only just starting to become a thing where you could actually create a social like, profile and, and work that. So I don't know if I'd recommend to any band to jump to the deep end. That said, if you're going to go, if you need another country, because what I will say, South Africa is one of the smallest rock markets maybe in the world. We don't even, we don't even feature on the billboard chart uh, as, a, as like a 0.03% part of the apple pie, you know, or, uh, of the pie chart. And um, so like, if you're going to try anything, maybe go somewhere where the timeline's the same, like try Berlin. Berlin, I would go tomorrow still. In fact, it was something I was doing before I bought a boat. So I was busy applying. You can still get an artist visa to go and do that. Um, you can. You can apply for it legit to you. They support. I don't know what it is like now with COVID, but you can apply for a legit to your artist visa. So I would try that. Do anything while you're younger. But, um, I, you know, to commit to moving to Los Angeles, it's, I don't know. It was wild. It was wild. I don't know if I'd suggest it again. <laughs> It, uh, it does form part of this, uh, this extraordinary life experience that you've had uh, that also includes playing some pretty incredible musicians. And I know uh, you and I have had this, uh, this conversation a few times before. Uh, the first time we met, so to speak, you had absolutely no idea that I was uh, there because I was in your audience. And it was myself and my best mate Mark shouting from the audience uh, for whoever this South African band was to get off stage because we wanted to watch you too in Cape uh, and, uh, and then we had, uh, we had six very large Afrikaans gentlemen from the University of Stellenbosch turn around and politely explain to us that we could either be quiet or be hospitalized. Uh, so we were yes. quiet. Uh, and uh, we then discovered that actually you weren't bad. And the next day I went out and bought your six song album uh, with your version <laughs> of Sugar Man and your EP. And, uh, and that's, uh, uh, I won't say I, I quite fell in love with Art Matthews, because that would be a bit too revealing. Uh, but it's uh, certainly when my crush on you and your music began. <laughs> right, I love that. And, it's, and uh, funny you should mention that I happen to be in Stellenbosch as we speak. I'm going to pan the camera. Quickly put your drinks out and say hello, everyone. I think it was uh, one, of the, one of the original Stellenbosch gangsters. And Arlene, we decided to take a little trip to, um, to Spear today. First time I've ever been here. And needless to say, we did the wine tasting, uh, obviously the non-alcoholic version, just so I could be prepared for the show and not, you know, not be, you know, me. It's business first. Uh, and this, <laughs> this, this, this shot of espresso does not contain tequila, which is called a hand dog. But um, <laughs> to answer your question, those Stellenbosch boys know what they're talking about. So a uh, big shout out to Stellenbosch for telling you to shut up and for giving us the chance to, to, to play some songs. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fact that you got to, uh, uh, some people say Just Ginger opened for you too. For me, you two closed yeah. for Just Ginger because you had more important <laughs> stuff to get to. Uh, it, it, does that sort of moment, does, uh, does that still seem a little bit surreal when, when you uh, know totally. that you shared a stage with you too? Uh, totally. It always will. We spoke because we were sailing around uh, the stadium yesterday. 
And uh, people were like, oh, you know, we're, I think we had some out-of-towners going like, so what's the history? I said, it was some Durbanites, complete out-of-towners. Going, what, you know, what's the history of that stadium? Where, what was there before? Was it a car park? I was like, no, well, it's built next to the original Greenpoint Point Stadium, which is where we did that show. And, you know, that was, and I was thinking back, like, sure. First of all, it's a while ago. But what a moment in time. I mean, how prestigious. What, it's just, we, you know, like anything in life, when, you, when you're kind of doing it from as an early 20-year-old, like a 21, 22-year-old, you, you have no idea what you do. You're getting shoved around from pillar to post by a record company. You got dreadlocks. You got some reason. You got chicks. You got access to all sorts of things, and you, you have no, you have no idea. You're just like running with like a headless chicken, uh, and so the privilege and the honor will obviously never escape me. It's, it's just it's amazing to be able to to reflect it. But I, I must say, it's hard sometimes to look back and go, "Wow, that was that that was insane." You know, like you, it, it happened like that. It happens in an instant, which again. Brings us back to what, why, why we have to cherish every moment, um, you know, as like right now, really. It's a, it's a, it's a recurring theme that I talk about. If, uh, uh, yours or mine? Yeah. I, th I think it's a combination of both. For um, for uh, for most people who uh, <laughs> for, for most people who, uh, who follow you guys, who followed your career, if you were to ask them. Greatest musicians, greatest musicians that uh, just Ginger, our oh, man, you ever played with, they would definitely say you too. Uh, but I often find when you talk to musicians, much as when you talk to chefs about restaurants, they won't often give you the answer you expect. You're expecting the big name, but they'll tell you that there's somebody else who's the craftsman, the artisan. And I know with musicians, there are a lot of guys who uh, might not be quite as well known, but to other musicians, you shake your head and you go, how did you do that? How did you play that? How did you make that happen? Who for you, uh, not necessarily the biggest name, who might be a guy with red sunglasses desperately trying to save the world, uh, who would be the best musician Art Matthews has ever played with? Well, that's not difficult at all for me. It's Stevie Wonder. So I, I was fortunate. I played at Mediva's quite a, uh, two birthdays, uh, you know, in his later years with Stevie Wonder on stage. Um, I can't remember which one is like 80th or something like that. And Stevie Wonder, I've, I, have, <laughs> I have his tattoo on my arm. He's just one of those guys. The tattoo is all in love is fair. It was a moment in time, you know, as we do. But I stand by it. I have to now. Can't really, can't really go back on that one unless you... Unless you've got a number for a great removal artist. Uh, but <laughs> I don't care. Obviously, I stand by everything that I've gone through. But Stevie Wonder, people don't, you see, South Africans only known for the I Just Called to Say I Love You song, which is great and it was big. But if you look back at his catalog and you realize the depth of his musicianship, which I know you do, he is he's ridiculous. He's, um, yeah, his body of work is, is insane. So it's not the obvious. I mean, we, we played with Counting Crows and Def Leppard, Cam, Adam Jurek, those songs are ridiculous. August, everything after, ridiculous. You two, unbelievable. Don't take anything away, but if pound for pound, musician-wise, Stevie Wonder, guys, go go in there, dig into his back catalog, uh, look at an album called uh, Talking Book, and you will freak. I mean, you'll freak out. It's just, it's, just take the time to listen to what a blind man is doing, and he played drums on all those instruments. I mean, on all those albums, it's, it's just nuts. You know, it's really crazy. Show us, uh, show us that tattoo again, will you, Ard? <laughs> what are you trying to look at, the background of my book? No, no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed at how well Stevie Wonder did your tattoo. <laughs> and that was with a welding mask. <laughs> oh dear. So he's a, he's he's the great musician. Uh, what yeah. about the guys who who you play with? Because 
uh, it so often happens in the band. You talk about the Palatines and people talk about Khan and you talk about the Nude Girls and people talk about yeah. Arno. Uh, it's often one person who tends to get the press, tends to get the limelight when it is so much of a team effort. Tell us a little bit about, more about the guys who made up Just Ginger and, and made it the band that it was. Ah, oh, geez. Well, it starts, it starts with my brother forever, Brent Harris. Um, he... He got me into the band. He, he, for some reason, heard me do Shallow Waters. And uh, he called me up one day. He said, well, you have to you have to be the singer. That's it. And, you know, he's an incredible drummer and singer and songwriter in his own right. And he's the one who got me into the industry, which I'll never, you know, never forget and, and always be grateful for. And then just by hook about crook. Although, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a story because Denim Harding, who's just gone on to become one of the greatest producers of the country and also brother because it's just, it's just the three of us, you know, essentially at the core. But I mean, the chances of three people aligning like that, doing what they do. So I'm, I'm really not good at instruments, not good at remembering lyrics as, as you've seen, but I can, I can write, I can write, I can write songs and I can, and I can sing a couple of them occasionally. So I've got, you know, I do have the voice. It, you know, every now and then when uh, when it's not late at Spear. Um, but to have then Denim Harding with his musicianship and Brent Harris as the, as the musical drummer, it's pretty hard to beat that combination and for them to love each other and be mates and to, this is our 25th year of being a band and, and, and whether we're still super active or not, there's not a lot of bands out there who, who have that that kind of, you know, track record and so it's an exceptional coming together. It, re it really is. And uh, so all thanks to Brent Harris and then backed up by Denim Harding. And the fact, you know, our, our only resolution was as long as we're laughing the whole time. Sometimes we did it at times we shouldn't be laughing, but either way, screw it. We just, <laughs> we, just we got to laugh. And it turned out after this whole uh, pandemic, the, the truth is that you actually do have to laugh. That's all we have, right? You know? And at 20... At 25 years on, normally by that stage, you, you've uh, you've started fighting, you've run off with each other's yeah. girlfriends, you're sitting very hard and your lives are falling apart. And <laughs> uh, so there is a magic. If you've held together like that, is, is Just Ginger still an entity? Is it, uh, are we going to see more more albums? Will we see you tour again one day when tours are available? Do you, do you feel that that's still in your future? Uh, after what we've been through this last year, I say anything's possible. And uh, and anything you know is not sure, so that's literally the only answer that I have. The good news is that we are cool. We, you know, we all go through patches of not being sure and having to question. It's pretty much like a marriage and a friendship. So um, I don't I don't see that it's forever a shut door, and uh, and I'll always be available. So as far as I'm concerned, even though I've had some some cool little solo success as well, the just ginger door is not meant to be closed ever. The love is real. The love is there. Uh, but can I give you a definitive answer to that? No, not really. But I think it, I think I, I think it could happen anytime. Who knows? <laughs> All right. I think uh, I think Andrew sweat one hundred or one thousand or ten thousand or however many. Oh, Andrew, Andy, where's uh, our boy? Says, uh, Art Matthews is a legend, and I know there are many people who would agree with exactly that. Uh, possibly the biggest obstacle to just yeah. ginger reuniting uh, yes. is uh, is not the usual. Uh, uh, dalliance with uh, fellow band members' wife or the, the normal <laughs> obstacles to such things. Uh, but the fact that you have set aside uh, your music career in part uh, to yeah. become uh, this, uh, this sailor, 
Uh, give us the backstory to what is probably the ropiest <laughs> looking vessel on the oceans today. <laughs> okay, first of all, big shout out to Andrew from Sweat 1000. Thank you so much. You guys are legends. Apologize about the screaming baby in the background, but we're in a, we are in a public uh, area. Um, so, uh, right, first of all, if you talk about a ropey, the ropiest boat, that's a success already, okay? So you want a boat with a lot of ropes in it. If you get onto a boat that doesn't look ropey, I would strongly advise you to get the hell off that craft immediately. <laughs> um, no, bro, I mean, it's mad. So about 11 years ago, I don't know, I had a moment, you know, you've seen me go through a couple of moments. This is one of them. <laughs> I know, right? Some of them have been, you and I, in an intimate position, but I won't elaborate on that. And... <laughs> Uh, and it's just one of those things of like kind of being like a, you know, Renaissance man, I guess, if you want to, call, to label it that for any reason. But like, how cool is it to have a helicopter license and a yacht master license and a car license and a motorbike license? And you just go around the world and you hire whatever you want. And then like, it was a fleeting moment. I never got as far as getting the yacht master license, but I got the yacht. I mean, uh, you know, I never got as far as getting the helicopter license, but I got... I got the yacht master and I was like, you know, like if I want to go sailing somewhere in the world with my buddies, I don't want to have a skipper on board. I want to be able to take her out myself. So it's called bare boat chartering. And uh, so 11 years ago, I just went and did it. Um, so it's quite, a, it's a hell of a course. It's a, it's a big thing. It's an undertaking. And I, I got this ticket, it's RYA, it's called the Coastal Skipper Yacht Master. And, and um, I just had it. I've had it sitting around for now, 11 years. And then um, because of an interest, it's not like I grew up in a sailing family. I couldn't, I mean, we couldn't afford to pay attention, never mind, to, 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 to sail sailing boats around the wild dam or anywhere. <laughs> um, but I just, I've always had a passion for freedom. I just want to know that at any stage we can go somewhere if, if, uh, if shit gets weird, you know? Uh, which, can which you really do that though? Because I've seen your boat and I would be hesitant on a trip to Robben <laughs> Island out of Cape Town Harbour. And I've heard you talking about, well, let's go to Buenos Aires and then nip around the corner to San Francisco and then sail up to Alaska and across to Japan. Uh, well, I'll try, really, I'll try to never uh, go to I places I can I love you dearly. You're, a, you're like a big sister to me, but your boat looks about as sturdy as... Uh, as the Rand. It's a South African economy. <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a vaccine rollout program. <laughs> yeah, it's about... It. Listen, anything, anything in the ocean is about as risky as the vaccine plan in South Africa. So that doesn't matter how much preparation you've done, what vessel you have. Uh, one of the hardest things I had to realize in this, in this new path was to make peace with the fact... There's two things I'm going to share with you. One is... One is which I didn't realize, you have to realize that the ocean is always trying to kill you. So that's quite nice. That's, that's a nice thing when you're like, okay, let's buy a boat. And like, this is the environment I'm going to be in. So you have to, you have to spend your life in preparing for it. And I've got a, a category A commercial license, which specializes in the safety of me being able to take out legit charters. And uh, so obviously the whole ethos is countering that statement. While the ocean is trying to kill you, what are our plan? A, B, and C, which I've had to do to the point of nausea. So, um, but it's done. I have the license, and but it's a tough statement to to realize when you think your freedom and your dream is like, ah, oh, it's buy a boat and go, and you're like, hold on, the ocean would like to kill you, always. So you have to make sense with it. You make, have to make peace with that. And then um, that, the other thing that I learned when I started 
hanging out with my engineering mate, uh, the, uh, Charles Barker, who installed my engine. Shout out to Charles if you're watching. He installed the John Deere engine that I have, which is, uh, bro, we don't we didn't have enough data on our phones for me to go over the story. Um, but basically, the definition of yachting. Here's the definition of yachting. Are you ready? I'm ready. It's just it's boat maintenance in exotic locations. <laughs> <laughs> that's all yachts. That's what yachting is. It's literally just working and fixing shit all day long in a nice setting. <laughs> oh dear. It did, uh, it, it, it did look so glamorous up until you just redefined it for us all. The, the brochure, the brochure is very misleading. Let me tell you, but uh, I'm, I'm too far gone and I'm in it to win it. And to counter everything that you suspect and are even uh, like digging at me, she is a beautiful vessel. She is so safe. It's actually ridiculous. I've spoken to so many proper bona fide skippers and they've said if there's any vessel that they would that they would risk going around the world and it is her she has done eight cape to rio she's been to madagascar and back more times than she should have actually the last time she did that she should not have uh, given her safety standards at that stage but the fact that she survived that trip means that she has some uh you know she has some pedigree and um and she's good she's good and i've doubled everything everything that can be doubled i've doubled as far as safety is concerned so she's beautiful. And she's a floating piece of South African history, bro. She really is. <laughs> yeah, that's because you were on it and you were a great piece of South African history. <laughs> so I have, I have promised you, we, uh, we, did, so we did speak last week, I have promised you that once the, the world opens up ever so slowly, I'm going to come down to Cape Town. We're going to spend a day out on the boat and that'll be on the, the next series of the Dan Nichol Show. So look out for a terrified Dan in seven one. life jackets. <laughs> the last series <laughs> exactly yes uh, farewell i see uh, uh zay will says hello from the bluff and uh meg i've got no idea what your full name there is uh meg but uh the first time i ever heard your music i was five in nerdock at a pub that my mum snuck me into because she was your biggest fan pointing up the stage and saying there's daddy uh good luck on your <laughs> A couple of things before we let you finish off your uh, tequila espresso. Uh, if people do want to come onto your boat for reasons I cannot fathom, uh, how do they do it? How does it happen? I, I, I would start by saying don't. don't. Just lie down and let the feeling pass. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you want it, just uh, info at theimpossiblemachine.com. Uh, the website's up. Instagram page. Uh, you, type in, you type the word follow, Tim. SV and Tim is short for the impossible machine. SV is for sailing vessel. So type that all in and uh, you'll get to me somehow and I will sort it out. I've got a beautiful crew on board. We've had, I mean, I'll post pictures. We've had briars on Clifton Beach when Clifton was empty and we're just parking there going, sure, this is, this is ridiculous. Don't be put up on the fact that we are lighting a fire on an all wooden boat. That's the least of your problem. I mean, it's completely, what could go wrong? It's 100%. So... <laughs> <laughs> But it's a lot right. of fun. Okay, so uh, once you've taken your trip on Ard's floating bonfire. Uh, <laughs> it's like a us... Viking pie. You know? <laughs> exactly. Uh, give, give us the details on, uh, I'm not sure if it really is a podcast because I was watching it and to me podcast is, uh, is audio rather than visual, but it's a, it's a multimedia experience. Uh, uh, yes. How do we access it? How do we watch it? Um, 
unlike you, I have absolutely no schedule whatsoever just because I, because I own a boat and, and we never know when someone's going to spill the coal onto our teak deck and I need to go there and extinguish the flames. So I can't be sure what time of day. All I can tell you is that it's called What Kind with Art Matthews and whoever it is. And uh, it's probably going to be around about once a week, approximately 7 p.m. Uh, it could be three times in a day in, in the next few days coming up. But if you get it, it's, it all exists on my Facebook, uh, my Facebook page, the fan page, and it'll always be there. It is on YouTube as well. If you want to be the, the eighth uh, subscriber, you're welcome to go and click there right now. Uh, <laughs> but it's on, it's on Facebook and it's there historically. And I must say, it's been fun. It's not, so nice to see, you know, how, behind the scenes of, of, of people who have had this thing called celebrity in their lives. And to, to, it's nice to have a, a reveal of the humanity and the kindness of, of people that are out there, you know? It is really worth it. I've thoroughly enjoyed uh, the little that I've seen so far as Aid Wheels. I know you're here from the Bluff. It's also available in the Bluff on fax. Uh, so you can watch it. Uh, <laughs> in in, in HD. Well. Fax HD. <laughs> uh, look, the, the, the boat sounds really exciting and it's genuinely not quite as bad as I say it is it's almost but it's not quite as bad as no, I it say is. it is and the, um, the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the podcast visual interview series is terrific but we, we all first fell in love with art fell in love with just ginger through the music what do we have to look forward to uh, what do you see us getting out of art Matthews uh, over the course of 2021 music wise will it be online might there be a concert is there an album what's on the agenda uh, i have songs coming up I've, be, I've been buggering around a lot on the boat and um i apologize for that but when you when you do get on her you'll re you'll realize for good reason why um so she is a beautiful thing that said i've had to also now just rein back and go you know what you also do this thing called music believe it or not you should probably get back to it and uh, i have some songs brewing I'm not going to be doing a full album in a hurry, but what I will do is a bunch of songs and they'll eventually become an album. And, um, and it could be anywhere. The idea is to do it on a boat or to do it wherever, just, uh, but there is more coming for sure. I'm going to ask you one last question before we let you go. And it's been uh, fantastic to spend some time with you and to have that time and to, uh, and to share a great friendship of mine. Uh, <clears throat> you get on your boat, you can go absolutely anywhere. Like in reality, you can't because it's going to sink. Uh, but in theory, if you could. <laughs> yes. Where would you sail to on this planet where you would get to, you'd jump off with your guitar and you'd have that acoustic gig? Uh, what, what's that dream destination con combining the, the sailing and the music? Well, Dan, the idea is that you actually don't jump off anytime soon. You, you go pull up and you anchor alongside all these dream destinations. And just to let people know what the idea is for now, it can change because in, in nautical terms and marine timings, the answer is I don't know. But for now, is I want to go east. And so basic course is that I want to go up to, the Mozamb to Mozambique, which in itself is a trip of, it's, it's a nuts trip. So I want to go to Mozambique. I want to go past, uh, I want to cross over to Madagascar, up the west coast, get to Seychelles, get to the Maldives, get to Sri Lanka get to Thailand and that already in my mind I'm thinking is a couple of years and I eventually want to end up with the Mentawis with uh, with my friends the Malherbs Gideon uh, um, and Chantal Malherb and, and just go and who knows do some surf charters and then hopefully come across you know in the South Pacific through Panama and by then I'll probably shoot up straight to the mid but I'm talking 10 years so there's no one destination it's called the world and I would like to share it with you online fortunately 
if Elon Musk has his way and gets it right, we might have access to internet a lot sooner than we think. Uh, while I have to wait for <laughs> for satellite uh, broadband, uh, but yeah, it's it's on the card, and if if it's left up to me, and as long as I have my health and and connections and friendships, I'm going to make it happen. So, doing some quick mental calculations, combining the calendar with the route, early 2023. <laughs> We should be reporting in on Art Matthews being in the hands so nice of the pirates. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The sequel to Captain Phillips. It's Captain Matthews. <laughs> I'm just going to make sure to pack my own coconuts and and uh, and netball <laughs> basketball things so I can so I can paint oh. them and have some friends on board. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, uh, Art, uh, thank you. It's uh, it's a great pleasure. We haven't seen you for far too long. I know my dog Stavros misses you dreadfully. So uh, do come and. Uh, do come and visit us soon. I miss uh, not a single piece of that dog's anatomy whatsoever. There's nothing, nothing I miss of him except his face, <laughs> and his face is the scariest. <laughs> <laughs> Take care of yourself. Uh, good luck on the boat. Uh, keep making more fabulous music. Uh, we do love it, and uh, it's always a treat when it comes out. Uh, look forward to joining you on uh, uh, What If, When If, What's Up, What's Happening, When If. Good uh, luck, good luck, good luck with that, by the way. Just bring lots of buoyancy devices. Yeah, it's called What Kind, so check it out on, on, my, uh, on my Facebook uh, page. And, uh, and we're shooting a series on the boat, believe it or not. It might be the last one. But pull in. I look, forward to, I, look, I look forward to doing it. So What Kind with Art Matthews online now and also Tim the Impossible Machine, uh, which is somehow <laughs> continuing to float under the auspices. <laughs> of the world's sketchiest captain who's got the equivalent of a 50 rand driver's license to be piloting his boats around South Africa. Not even. Uh, enjoy the rest of the evening at Spear. Thanks to your mates for sparing you for us for the evening and we'll uh, look forward to seeing you soon. What a pleasure. Always a pleasure, Dan. Lots of love, buddy. Take care. Ad Matthews, See you the man who sings the theme song on the Dan Nichols Show. That's done for all 12 seasons because we couldn't really afford anybody else. And uh, now yeah, entering a different stage of life. We, uh, we love change on the Dan Nichols Show. And what a change that is from global rock star in LA to now sailing his ship. Ship's a bit of a strong word. Sailing his boat around the coast of the Cape. So a big thank you to our Matthews for joining us. And uh, how does the week look from here? Well, tomorrow we've got John Smith with us, the Rugby World Cup winning captain. John and I have got a really cool charity golf event coming up. And we're also going to talk about the British and Irish Rugby Lions Tour and the world at large. And on Wednesday, Kate Woods from Adidas joins us, the South African Olympian uh, with uh, news on the Olympics, on her hockey career, and uh, some pretty cool stuff at Adidas, one of our partners on the Dan Nichols Show, and a couple of other special guests running up the week on Thursday and Friday. Season 13 of the Dan Nichols Show with Brightrock kicks off first week of April on Supersport Season 13. Whew, still can't quite believe we've got all the way there. Until then, we're going to be spending plenty of time on Instagram Live. Thank you for joining us. Big thank you to Art Matthews. Check out What If with Art Matthews. And if you're brave, go sailing with him in Cape Town. See you tomorrow night. Goodbye.